Welcome back to another episode of the Armed and Delicious podcast. My name is Cole Bay. And I'm Nathan Bassett. Welcome to, what episode is this? And we're on five. I, I lost the episode. We can't even number, count our yeah. own episodes. Episode number five. This is number five. Here we are. We are recording quite late, actually, if I'm yes. honest with you. I in just, fact, this yeah. is a day later than we usually are. Yep. I just came back from golfing with friends, and we're currently recording at nine. Yeah, at Nathan's night a, in the evening. Nathan's a pro golfer now. I'm not pro. I'm, He's a pro. I'm actually horrible. He's pro. It was a pretty fun experience, but yeah, uh, changing up a little little schedule here, but we'll get back on track with everything. And this should come out on week. time. Yeah. So. You guys probably won't notice any difference. Yeah, but here we are. Another episode, another yeah. day. How you doing? I'm I'm in chilling. We've transitioned, I believe, from the last episode we've recorded from our Euromed class to Yeah, we had, Asia's, we had just Asia's wrapped now. on Euromed. Yeah. Now we're doing cuisines of Asia's and I've been enjoying it. It's fun. Know, I Asia's is my favorite cuisine, to be honest with you. I've you know, I want to travel the world. Asia is my first place. I would like to hop around the Big countries. Yep. Yeah, a lot of countries. I really love the, the food there, and I've, I've been learning a lot. That's that's pretty much it, really. Yeah. Today we did Korea. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Korea. It's short lived. It's only for a day. I think tomorrow yeah. we're doing Vietnam, Vietnam and Thailand, and Thailand, which are one of my favorite cuisines. Those those two countries. Been to Thailand, and oh my god, the food there is it's great. I don't know if we can cook up to par to them. Probably not. Probably not. First time we're cooking Thai food? Absolutely. I highly doubt it. Absolutely. First time cooking anything, really, you're going to be yeah. horrible at it. So don't even expect much, I guess. But we, we're learning. We're learning. Yeah. I mean, day by that's day. pretty much how it usually goes. Absolutely. Even no matter what food you're cooking. Yeah. That's just how it is. So how have you been, Cole? You know... I'm all right. We got some housing moving around. The school is bringing in a lot of students right now. That's right. It's a weird time. For the first time that I've ever heard of, we're going to have two uh, fundamentals baking classes, which is kind of wild. I don't know how they're going to make that work. I've heard there's quite a lot of students here, um, I think, for the upcoming fall semester. Yeah. Correct. So I don't know if how accurate this is, but I've heard 120. How many did we have on our semester we or, had oh uh, yeah semester that we, we had about a hundred that's a lot considering that because well corona you know is, how many people leave in the first week that's true but it, it during these times i would be surprised people are still you know still coming coming in yeah not, it is a little yeah not changing their um you know start date at all but you know that's quite interesting well, so some did so i know some of the culinary students moved to the fall start and right. a lot of the almost actually all the bakers moved to the fall start i heard because about they didn't too. have a baker class yeah this um in the summer summer so it should be interesting having that many new students on i know our housing's getting moved around it's i'm getting yeah. shuffled around a little bit i'm getting a new roommate so it's gonna be great yep um it's a consolidation for the housing on campus yeah well there's a lot of rooms right now like there are triples with only yeah. one person in them and i guess it'd be easier if you know more open rooms especially for new students are going to come in so easier to play play around like moving these students in yeah. and out definitely will be interesting the next few weeks I think they come in in what three three weeks? Three weeks around we there. Two, two I weeks. think we have two more weeks here. 
Right. And then a week we got a week off, and then, they, and then the new ones come in. Right. And we're back back and on. We're in the restaurant. We're yeah. I'm excited for that. Front of house is. I'm hoping I'm front of house for the first you know block of the semester. You can check. I didn't check. I I all I know is that I am morning. So I'm I'm so happy that I'm morning. Yeah, I'm morning too. I'm in the kitchen first. So if Nathan. If you're in the front of the house, you better of, not sandbag me. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm ready to be front of house. I'm, I've am i been working front of house for like three years during high school. Pro busser. Pro busser. I was about to be a server too, but you know, those days are long gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm finally ready to live that dream though, honestly. Back of house. Server dream. Yeah, back of house. And look at me. I'm in front of house now. Yeah. It's going to be great. Get the uh, host. Get yeah, the maitre d'. Nathan's going to be the maitre I'm not, d'. I'm not getting... We're not like... We're not getting paid for this either. This no, is, we are. Yeah, also, we are, do, do not forget we're paying to work right now. We're paying to work. We're we're not even. We're all, we're, yeah. Well, students we're aren't paying even paying to be for, able to. Yeah, we're paying to be able to mess up. But students are not even work. paying for the food because keep in mind these are students only. Right now we're not open to the public at all. But probably won't be in the fall. Yeah, quite for a while actually. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's a you know a, a, a the, mock restaurant. The tourists do show up they do so the thing is tourists come in once in a while and there's these giant signs yeah we have giant we have, signs yeah. that say we're closed they're, they're they still, still come yeah, up they still come they in still come they, up to the front door they park they pull up they park uh in the parking lot they and, walk past two more closed signs right to and, the security guard to check in and then and the security yeah. guard has to tell them to go away <laughs> they still have their cameras though and they'll still walk around the camp they'll still take pictures, they'll still take yeah. pictures of us which i think is pretty funny but you know it's just like they're amazed. We, we can't. We can't be here, or you can't be here. I'm sorry. We, we yeah. can't like show you the show you around the. I campus. don't know where they've been. Right. I mean, it could be from down the street, but I don't know. No, they. I've seen plates from all over the state come well, come visit. I mean, we get that from students alone. No, I've I've seen you know I've seen tourists come out. I look at their plates at first thing first. I I want to know where are you from? <laughs> Why are you coming all the way yeah. here? And I'm sorry to say, but you got to go. You can't stay. You, you can't. You can't come here. No. Maybe may, when maybe when this is all over, I'll serve you food. Maybe Hopefully. in like six months. Maybe yeah. Maybe I'll be we'll an I'll be that. an extern by then. But you know what? That's okay. That's all right. So Nathan, I think we've got some food news today. Food news. Yes. Today is an interesting one. I'm he- I'm here opening up an article from Eater. Currently, there's a pandemic hoarding that has led to a nationwide dr pepper shortage so i remember when there was a toilet paper shortage yep and there kind of still is yeah first was toilet paper now it's dr pepper like well and i remember there's flour was a problem too um that's the up and coming had to yeah flour and yeast hand sanitizer mask but now it's dr pepper which is you know i wouldn't expect dr pepper your your daily um soft drink canned uh beverage uh, yeah, right would now, that would have been my guess. Yeah, all flavors actually, all flavors of all Dr of Pepper. I didn't even cherry. know there's. They got. I didn't even know there's Dr. They got Pe- the vanilla. Yeah, they're out of vanilla. Um, I'm not sure. They they tweeted out. I'm I'm gonna read a tweet. Uh, this is from Dr. Pepper. We know it's harder to find Dr. Pepper these days, and we're working on it. Hang tight. And then there's a uh, a small little caption of a, a photograph saying. Um, having trouble finding your favorite Dr. Pepper product? We're doing everything we can to get it back into your hands. That means working with our distribution partners to keep shelves stocked nationwide while ensuring the safety of our employees, which is good. 
I'm, I'm glad they're they're yeah, addressing they're that. watching safety. But here's the the funny part. I think it's crazy how they say we appreciate your patience and encourage you to contact your local retailer directly for the most up to date availability. Please call your yeah. supermarket so, and see if they have. So Dr. if you Pepper. want your Dr Pepper, I want you to call your local Safeway, your your Walmart, and ask. Well, what what when's my Dr Pepper coming? Yeah, you ring them up and say, hey, can I speak? First of all, can I speak to a manager? Yeah, can I speak to a manager? Second of all, do you have? Dr. Dr. Pepper. And diet Dr. Pepper is okay. Yeah. I would think like Coke or Sprite. Nope. If people are Dr. Pepper is like Pepper, one of the... They're hoarding it. One of the most slept on sodas, I think. They want all of it. They want all that yeah. Dr. Pepper. And according to the article, the scarcity is due to increased demand for the soda. So people are... Like, so people are buying it more than usual. Yeah. There's a large craving apparently for more this, people are buying this the Dr. Dr. Pepper, Pepper soda. They need it. Yeah. And... The increase would fit the larger trend of consumers turning towards snacking and processed treats. So, so people are, are they're not even eating healthy anymore. They're just going towards right the so electrifying I, sip yeah. of sugary, spicy mm. flavored Dr. Soda. Pepper. What it, what flavor is Dr. Pepper? I think it's it's fruit, is it it's right. I feel like its own it's like its own derivative of Coca Cola. It's I mean people say it's cherry. I know it's not cherry because there's Dr Pepper cherry. That's its own thing. Right. I think so Dr. Pepper can't be cherry. How would I describe Dr. Pepper if I compared it to Coke? It is fruitier. I would say there's more. It's not a cola. Is it's it? more citrusy, don't you think? I don't know if citrusy is the word I'd use. It's hard to it's hard to describe the flavor of a soda. So um, I've looked it up, the flavor of Dr. Pepper, and apparently there are twenty three flavors. 23 is yeah, this it says in it's the a blend. States? No, it says the original Dr. Pepper is a blend of 23 flavors. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, list the list those flavors. So we've got uh oh maybe no. Maybe I'm reading this incorrectly. There's a few different things being said here cuz you have a bunch of different flavors of Dr. Pepper, right? You have yeah. Red Fusion and that's the cherry that's the cherry one. And then there's vanilla, cherry vanilla. I, that so one's it's common. got cherry and I vanilla. Like, yeah. I've seen that one a lot. Isn't Coke have the same thing? Cherry, cherry vanilla. Va- they do now. I know they have vanilla. I don't. I don't know about cherry vanilla. A cherry vanilla Coke. I think they've got orange vanilla Coke. Is their big one? Yeah, but there's also those like soda machines. I don't know if you've seen those. The, yeah, the, the ones in the movie theater. So they got the custom. The custom flavors. Like you got like grape, ginger ale, or yep. something. You, you can you can do whatever. whatever you want. The, the possibilities are endless with those yeah. kind of drinks. Okay, I just want to point this out. There is diet cherry chocolate Dr. Pepper. Sounds horrible. I'm sorry. I don't want chocolate. There was never a non-diet version of this. It was only ever diet. What what makes it so diet? I'm I'm sorry if I'm asking this question. I What makes it diet? No sugar or less sugar? Less sugar? Do they use artificial sweeteners? Mm, I see. So like sugar alcohols. Uh, that sounds, don't have that sounds gross chocolate chocolate dr pepper yeah i don't know how i feel about but, that but but dr pepper like like i said i'd, I'd expect coke fanta sprite yeah not would not have been my it's guess a, yeah people are hoarding dr pepper i honestly like dr pepper i'm not gonna hate on it like it's i'll if i'm honest with you if i go to fa- if i go to fast food i'll yeah i'll pop that thing on the fountain so i i just wanted to mention this this year Dr. Pepper is 135 years old. How old is Coke? I don't think it's that old. Coke has to be older. Coke was always the the original, like... 
the OG dark soda. sodas, right? When it comes to like, I don't think so. Let's look it up. Well, you'd have to you'd have to assume that Dr Pepper would gain its inspiration from, from Coca Cola soda, right? Oh, like so Coca Cola is one hundred and twenty eight years. How old is Dr Pepper? One hundred and thirty five years. This is this is not right. I don't think this is right. This is. Are you sure you're reading the right thing? Coca Cola is from January twenty ninth, eighteen ninety two, and let me find the exact date for you for Dr Pepper. How old is Dr Pepper? This is not right. This is something else. This is how old the the new company is, and it's twelve years old. That's not right. Right. Dr Pepper is much older than twelve years. Coca Cola has to. It be. says the eighteen eighties since eighteen eighty five. I which is before Coke it has to be something eighteen ninety two. I think you're just looking in the wrong place. Coca Cola no. has to be the. the it's re- not. Who who owns Dr Pepper? I know there are soda companies like uh, Keurig. Keurig. Keurig owns Dr Pepper. Remind which is me a little Keurig. weird. Remind they sell what... coffee. They're the coffee oh, makers. Oh, right. They got to sell the ones with the pods. Right, right, right. Wow, Keurig yeah. owns a soda company. They own several. I know Coke owns like what? Sprite. Sprite. <laughs> and Fanta? All, all the other I ones. Don't know. All the ones that you see at the Coke machine. Who, who owns Pepsi? PepsiCo. Pepsi is just own company, right? Yeah, but Correct. they also own like Lay's. Pepsi owns Dude, I'm Lay's. so lost. This is, it's too much for my brain to comprehend. They all own each other. But Fast. Coke does not own yeah. Pepsi. Oh, yeah, it is a Keurig company. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. I'm reading it's right Keurig. now. Brand parent company, Keurig. Huh. You think there's coffee in Dr. Pepper? Maybe there's coffee do you think, flavor. Do you, do you think there's a story behind the name Dr. Pepper? Uh, Dr. I feel like Pepper. I feel like it'd be a, a, long, a long research process, but like, I think it's just the weirdest name. I bet I can find it right now. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. There was a pharmacist. It was created by a pharmacist named Charles Alderton in Waco, Texas, and it was first served in 1885. So it was the doctor that made it, I'm assuming? Uh, he was a pharmacist. So maybe not a doctor. No, but maybe, it was also the 1880s, so he might have been a doctor. He might have been a doctor in a, ph- a pharma- pharmacy. So there's Dr. Pepper, but there's also Mr. Pibb. Oh my gosh. You just unlock the memory. Mr. Pib you unlock is the like memory. the Coke version. I forgot about. I think of Dr. Pepper, right? Or it's, it's like the it's like the the Pepsi of Co- of Coca Cola. It it's the Pepsi of Coca. It's Pib Extra. Pib? Who makes Pib? Is a it's a reformulation of Mr. Pib, a soft drink created by the Coca Cola Company. Oh, so Mr. Pib. Mr. Pib is his arrival. This and is then it. there's also there's the store brands. You have like Doctor Thunder. No, 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 no. Screw the score. The the store brand. The store brand. Mister co- Pib, though, baby. Yeah, Mister Pib. I I totally forgot about Mister. I Pib. always remember seeing Mister Pib on like the soda machines, mm-hmm. but I never got it. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty much the it's same. It's an intimidating sticker. So it's got red. The flavor, and, like the yellow pattern on it. The the website on the uh or on Wikipedia it says the flavor profile of. Pib is a pepper-style carbonated soft drink. Okay, I have an important question. What is that? Have you ever seen a can of Mr. Pib? Yeah. Because I haven't. It, I've never seen it. One. Yeah, I have. It's in one of those. It's very... It's rare. Yeah, it's a rare... It's it's pretty old school. Or it's, it's like one of those like... 
sketchy looking mm, the soda machines. machines right yeah and, and it's like something the ones that they probably eat the dollars that you give them yeah like at the dollar tree or something yeah it'd no, be one of those works. yeah okay. i've never seen like a pib bottle though but like i've seen i've seen pib I'm fountain looking drinks. at your computer and you've got images up of pib bottles yeah they're, they're out there it they're looks probably, like yeah. the most 90s beverage you it could does. possibly get the whole art and the 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 graphics of everything looks yeah. pretty 90s Mr. But Pibb. it's, I think, I think in the end, Dr. Pepper is probably the, well, yeah, the doctor, winner of, it's Dr. Yeah. Pepper. I mean, Mr. Pibney, he never got a degree. Nope. I guess he could have like a master's or probably whatever. Probably have a master, but he doesn't have a but He's not a doctor. doctor. Yeah, yeah. He's not a doctor. Or he's not a professor or anything. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, you know? Yeah. Here we are. Large nationwide, you know, Dr. Pepper shortage. Hey everybody, it's Cole here to give some very special thank yous this week. Uh, First and foremost to our listeners and to everybody that's sharing the show. I know last week I mentioned that we hit over 100 listens, but as of my recording right now, we are well over 250 listens. Uh, I have no idea who is listening to our podcast 250 times, but to the one person that's doing that, thank you very much. I'd also like to say a special thank you to Aiden Lockhart and to our producers Anna DeLeon, Luke Kobayashi, and Martin Bojanov, as well as our executive producers Irene Helfert, Leo Hadika, Patrick Kibalov, Lily Wilburn, and Tiari McConnell. Uh, and Patrick actually has a special message for us this week. He asked me to ask all of you listening to please share the show. Uh, I think Patrick is probably our biggest fan. He listens to every episode on his commute, which is exactly 35 minutes long. As always, I need to say a special thank you to Dominic Reyes, uh, our executive executive producer, for his uh, work on our musical cues, as well as his work behind the scenes for the show. Uh, We wouldn't be operating the way we are without him. And also to Shelby Georgievich, who did our artwork. You can find her at sgeorgievich.com or at the link in the show notes. She does great work if you'd like to have something commissioned yourself. Uh, artwork, logo designs, she does all sorts of things. I want to say thank you again to everybody that listens and shares the show. Uh, without you guys, it would just be me and Nathan sitting in a room every week talking to ourselves for half an hour. So you guys really make the show. Uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode, uh, and we hope you tune in next week for episode 6. So this week we have some more questions. Um, I've been sent these in the list from my dad. Thank you, dad. All right. Um, Papa Bay. Yeah. Answer some of your questions. Uh, He asks, I think he, he kind of crowdsourced some of these. I imagine. Uh, Do you get famous guest chef instructors? Chef instructors. So we get famous chefs to do, lectures sometimes and they come and visit the school a lot of there's a lot of famous cia grads and alumni that come in not even alumni just special chef guests i guess yeah so we've had duff goldman come Mm -hmm. he was of uh one of the first aos classes i think i think he's aos one big one right big one i don't know if it was aos one or bp one one of the early classes it was one of the very first ones um so he's he's come several times Mm mm-hmm 
I've never seen him. I don't think we were here at the same time as him, but no. he was here, I think, the summer before we started. Really? So about a year ago. Okay. Um, and I know the New York campus gets a lot. Yeah. I know Anthony Bourdain would show up quite a bit. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of a lot famous of gay grads. So I wouldn't, they, they go to yeah. the New York campus because that's usually where they graduated from. And I, I wouldn't necessarily be familiar with any chef instructors. We haven't had any. But and since we've been yeah, here, we haven't had any guest ones. Right. I I mean there are definitely renowned chef instructors in the school. Absolutely. Like Chef Paul. Chef Paul. That's Chef Paul Irving, for those who don't attend. He um as far as I know, he had a, or he didn't own it, but he worked yeah. at a three Michelin star he restaurant open in San Francisco. One two, I really, right? What um, is it? Coconut Grove. Mm. I think you mentioned that, yeah. Yeah. And mm. then you have Chef, uh, Chef Almir, who has written The Brazil Project. Mm-hmm. Very famous in Brazil. He's very well known. Um, Chef Durfee. Chef Durfee. Chef Durfee. That's, that's a big one. James Beard Award. James Beard Award. For Best Pastry Chef worked in America. With, yeah, he worked with, with Thomas Keller. Thomas Keller. The French Laundry. Amazing baking and pastry chef. Yeah, he's honestly. Yeah, you learn a lot from him. Honestly, his his story is pretty inspiring, and he's probably the best to learn from chocolate from. Yeah, in this school, or yeah, in the whole one of the best in the world institute. The whole institute itself. No matter where you are, you come here to Graystone. You you learn chocolates. You you learn from that man. And I've heard that Chef Durfee listens to our podcast now. So hello. Oh, does he now? Yeah, this is not to you know try and convince him to like us this is <laughs> honest yeah, appreciation great. and admiration for well, Chef Durfee. yeah no absolutely no but uh just trying to list off a few really that's and that's a few that come to my mind yeah well there's definitely more all mm-hmm. of our chef instructors are very accomplished yeah. i would like to to meet new chefs too especially in new york yeah that'd there's be a great. lot yeah i mean they have lot. they have a lot more chefs right so uh another question is are there culinary curriculum specialties that you choose from so like a major he says. right I've, heard, I've had that question asked for me all the time like oh what do you specialize in what cuisine do you focus on and at the moment uh, at least in, in associate's degrees you can't really have a concentration in what cuisine you want right i believe that is in the bachelor's degree though yes that's where we can really you can take a concentration mm-hmm. they have italian um they have japanese, japanese cuisine, they have that's what i'm interested i think in. asian in general i know they yeah. that concentration goes to china they yeah. have i think they're making one soon that goes to africa mm-hmm. there's there's all sorts I've, i'm not too familiar with how it works honestly it um you select it as you're going into your application okay of what you want to do so you select it ahead of time and then um, the exact way that it works, I'm not sure, but I know that I've seen a lot of the, the wine study students mm-hmm. and the baking pastry advanced baking pastry students, Yeah, they will come in and they'll, so the advanced, uh, baking pastry students, they get taught by chef Durfee. They're usually here in the, uh, fall and spring. They come from New York, right? Yeah. yeah. So they all come from New York cause that's where all the bachelor students are. Mm-hmm. But uh, so you can do your focus here, but you cannot do a focus while you're in your associate's degree. Right. Yeah. Aside from, you know, our general 
you but, learn French cuisine because that's classical yeah. cuisine. Associates is more like, um, you know, your your starting of your journey here or in the food industry. Yeah, where you, know, you, you, you got to learn everything, right? Bouchers is like, I don't even think a lot of people in the school right now would, or I just know a few of my friends at least continue on to bachelor's degree. Yeah, and well, from, like, from California, nothing, it's not yeah, as many California, because you have to move right. to New York. From California or here in St. Helena, like, I know maybe a few people that are really going to continue their bachelor's, and there's yeah. nothing wrong, absolutely not. If you want to continue that education, you should you should strive for it. Yeah, well, I've heard San Antonio is similar. Yeah. And, I mean, Hyde Park still puts out a lot of associate's degree students, but they, I mean, obviously they have more bachelor's students because they have all the bachelor's mm-hmm. students. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm planning to continue on, and I'm I'm really excited. You know, who New York looks like it's it's much bigger. People look like they're having a blast at New yeah. York. Yeah, well, it's a much larger campus. Much larger campus looks really beautiful. They have more it's clubs. Like more clubs. There's a there's a whole river right next. There right is. Next to well, there's also a river near us. We'll see. We just never go to it. Yeah, but as uh, I'm a, I'm a person that likes to fish on my downtime, and and that I don't know. As soon as I you get to New York, Hudson. I'm gonna fish the Hudson River, see what I catch. All right, but, <laughs> catch some sturgeon. I yeah, I heard there's sturgeon on that uh, river. The sturgeon. Maybe you get a little lucky, find some caviar. Sturgeon are massive. They're big yeah, boys. They're big yeah. boys. Yeah. There's sturgeon in the bay. You can get sturgeon here. There's sturgeon in the bay, but that's like what saltwater sturgeon, or I don't know. I don't know. The how bay it works. is salt. Yeah. So like, I've never fished with sturgeon in my life, so I wouldn't know anything about sturgeon. I have no idea. Yeah. We'll see. I've only ever cut up we'll, sturgeon. We'll we'll see when we get to to New York. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. See what you can catch. Absolutely. Any other any other questions, Cole? Uh, well, there's some more general ones. Um, do you cook when you're away from school? Oh, okay. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I'm at home, I am lazy. There are times where I'll just eat cup noodles. Yeah. As a meal. Well, so I've heard this a lot from chefs like real chefs mm-hmm. um that like you know you cook all day for your job correct and you get home and the most cooking you want to do is like slap in some milk into your cereal bowl yeah no i get and it so i get it because like yeah. you know you just spent 12 hours cooking exactly i, I wouldn't want to do anything Chef, other than yeah, cereal even, either mm-hmm. even after even after a day of service at a job you'll you'll be cooking up some you're gonna work at a, a high-end restaurant, right? But you're gonna whip up some, like half effort meal. From, yeah, you slap it in the microwave. Some ingredients that were like left over from your your today's service, right? Uh, that, that's pretty much yeah. it. I, the best <laughs> way best. I can describe it. Yeah, and, or oatmeal. Yeah, <laughs> or or just microwave noodles. I don't yeah. know. Honestly, I see a lot of the microwave yeah. noodles. The, the the reason why I I don't. Well, I'll cook much. I'll cook a lot, actually. I'll put a lot of effort into some some experimental dishes in at home. But the thing is, here in the school, the ingredients, the recipes, the yeah, you kind of get used to a certain standard, right? The and of just having things. Yeah, the the like, chef's guidance. It's it's all within our reach. The thing is, with when you go home, you're limited to so much. Even then, you're going to go get ingredients, right? Right. But you, you have to you, know what you want. You have to know what I mean, you I want. I can't just... When I'm at home, I can't just decide, oh, I want leeks in this now. You go have, to my PAR storage at home. You're not going to get... I don't have leeks I don't at have home. PAR at I home. I don't have leeks. I don't have... <laughs> what you call it? Yeah, I don't have leeks. I don't, I don't have, have a bin full of serrano peppers. Right. I don't have 
a cart full of specialty ingredients. I don't, I don't have a pound of butter just sitting there. Well, I do, but I don't. It's it's a it's a bin of butter, and even if I use a pound of butter, my parents would kill me. That's a lot of butter. that's a lot of butter, and I know a lot of dishes that we have. Use we a use a lot pound. of butter. Yeah, we do. But there's some specialty ingredients that we'd also get, like yeah. a whole grouper. That's true. I know in China, uh, yeah, you we had that day. Thing. We had a we had like a whole fillet of grouper. Yep. You know, I'm gonna well, like. I just think about it now. We use a whole pound of butter like it's nothing. Yeah, but you don't even blink an eye. You say, "Oh yeah, oh it's only it's, it's only a pound of butter." Right. Okay, cool. And then when you get home, you see a pound of butter. You're like, "Oh my gosh, this is gonna last me like three weeks." <laughs> well, we also have how many pounds of butter in our refrigerator? Each yeah, like, each block is a pound. Right. And so there's, there's probably like a good at least thirty 20, blocks, at least twenty to thirty pounds of butter it. just hanging out. In and then you have some butter down in the fridge. And then there's the cream, and then there's the milk, and then there's the two percent milk. There's and a, then yeah, there's a half and half cream, and the cultured butter. I'm honest with you, cream it's whatever is the most, you want. Cream is the most like frustrating ingredient, I think, at home at least for me. Oh, I always just buy cream. I never buy home. cream. Cream is so expensive for me. What is it like five bucks? Too much. It's way too much compared for like to like that milk. quarter gallon. For yeah, a quart. it's not even. It's not even like a a, a quart, right? It's like yeah, it's like less. It's like a pint? No, not even. No, a, a pint's pint. not five dollars. Pints like I don't even know. It's, it's so small. It's like it's one still, of those. It's, it's one much. of those cafeteria milk cartons. No, it's a one cup. Yeah, it's so small. They always call them a half pint, but that's just a. I was gonna say cup. a half pint, but they're so expensive. The cream is. No, they are utterly right. expensive, and there be times where I'll just look at cream and I'm just like, "Give me the off-brand one. Give me the." I always get clover though. Clover is too much. Sometimes clo- I'll yeah, be sometimes making. Sometimes you have to get. You have to invest. I'll in, I'm already investing so much into a recipe. That's true. It Reci- depends on what else I'm buying. Yeah. Right. If I'm like, if I'm making rice pudding, I'm gonna get the clover because my other it, ingredient it, is rice. Right. It's, it's it's and water. Very small of a recipe like list that you're gonna have to you know kind of up yeah. your quality. Well, I, I like clover because it's from Sonoma. It's local. Mm-hmm. And it's good quality. It's good quality, yeah. And our school uses a lot of clover products. Yeah, too. we do. We Actually, have, almost all of our stuff yeah. is clover. Our yogurt is clover. Yeah, the yogurt is clover. Yogurt. I had lemon the yogurt today. The milk is clover. The cream is clover. I don't is think the, the butter, butter is clover. I don't think what so. What is the butter? The butter is some other thing. I don't remember. But it, it's I don't know. I when I cook food, it's like I'll do it every like blue moon. I'll I'll, I'll do something special, special. Like I'm I'm going experiments. I'll mm. be in the lab. I'll be dropping like fifty bucks for uh, yeah one serving. Not even one serving. I mean, it's like a, a serving of four. But I'll feed my family, obviously. But it, it costs it costs a lot. Yeah, it's no standard college it, student beans yeah, and rice. It co- yeah, it comes out of my pocket. Like you can't just go to the store and get dried pasta and a can of tomato, uh, crushed tomatoes, and call it a day. And, no, and be have... like I'm I'm cooking. Yep. Well, you're, like <laughs> you're you're cooking, but like. <laughs> You might as well make the pasta. Correct. Yeah. You might as well make it. Because might as it's, well. It's, it's not that much. It isn't. But uh, there'll be times where I'll like... Like when I make pho at home. Oh my gosh. That's a long one. It's uh, it's long. It's it's a lot of money. Yeah. Tendon is, tendon is expensive. You know how expensive tendon is? It's like... Because, yeah, you have to it's go like $10 for a place yeah, to buy it. It's $10. Yeah. It's $10 for like a... a little pack. A little pack. Frozen. Mm. And you can only get these at like Asian markets. Yeah, you're not you can get them at a butcher, at, or at a butcher. But I feel like butcher is going to be more expensive. To be honest, with depends. You. It depends. But it, you're not going to find tendon or these kind of ingredients in your local Safeway 
most of the time at least that's why i'm just gonna have to go i have to go beyond and yonder looking yeah. for the right ingredients dig in dig in you for gotta, the tendons you gotta dig in. uh i think the other thing about cooking at home is that like i know what i'm cooking at school right i know what i'm cooking weeks ahead and so I, yeah. I can prep i can you, do, you prep do research and i can look it up you, but when i'm at home yeah i, I it comes I to my have prep done yeah it pops to my head i'm just like hey i want the guy who was at my station last this. didn't do any prep for me at home yeah. Because the guy who was at my station last is me. We didn't research this. Or like our chef, family. Yeah, no one told me to research this yeah. recipe. Like take a take a take a deep analysis on what we're making. We didn't get a lecture. We didn't get a PowerPoint on this. No. So I need a PowerPoint on my things to cook at home. Yeah, That's what so, I need. And most of the time it, sometimes it just it just ends pretty bad, you know. Or we're we're also spoiled with fancy equipment. Yeah. So like we, oh I wanna walk. I'm like, okay, no. Well, you're not gonna get a you're not gonna have a walk fan. at home, but you're yeah, but you don't have the big the one. big walks. You're not gonna be using those big uh, walk burners. Yeah, I wish. What uh, sometimes it'd be loud to have in your house. Yeah, though. and then what else? You know, you know, I had a struggle with making soup. Like, I didn't even have stock kettles. Like, I had to buy a stock kettle. Really? I think days after, or like a week after I made pho, my mom was like, "We, you can't just make broth with like three pots." you had three of them I, had, I think I, no i had You're two separated pots. them out i i it, unfortunately i did separate wow. them it was a struggle like i just never make anything more than like a gallon at a time but i had a lot of people i was feeding mm. bones are gonna be making Bones? yeah they, they take up a lot of space it's gonna take up a lot of space meat That's is gonna true. take up a lot of space i have some pretty big pots though yeah i you know sometimes you just need and to invest. i know i know places to borrow pots from so. yeah and the, yeah the equipment i think is the biggest factor too we're not gonna have as much equipment as we have at home. You can't have a steam jacket kettle. Uh, we don't have those. We don't certainly have... don't. I wish. I don't even have a food processor at home. So. Oh, we just bought a, a you... ninja. Oh, those the, are those the are big nice. one. Yeah. It was on sale, so right. You know, but they're powerful. What else? I'm. There's just a few things that you know. Obviously, you you can always make up for what you don't have. Yeah, you well, can I mean, be people innovative. make this, yeah, like... you can be innovative. They make this with a campfire. Correct. And so, of course, you can make it, but, like, I mean... I think after... Where you get used to it, we're yeah. spoiled. If you're, yeah, if you're a spoiled culinary student, you have everything in this kitchen, and I mean everything. Yeah. Working at a restaurant, it, it made me look back and think, holy, I was so spoiled. I have all the equipment I need. You have dishwashers uh washing washing each equipment every second so you didn't even have to ask can when can i get this yeah like we also have like 10 of each yeah we have at least we have multiple i in my in my restaurant where i worked at we had i think three no two food processors there's like a good eight at school oh and more like 10 if you look at both sides of the kitchen yeah there's, a, there's there's tons there's and then downstairs processors. there's so many food you processors. can get you can get so many in in, in a quick minute although you know, the one thing we don't have right now is scales scales i don't know where shortage, all the scales went shortage okay right They're now honestly there's a shortage of scales and deli lids i think that's what like, happened to the deli, the deli lids? lids are gone dude the deli lids are poof drives me insane they're gone forever the You're ones that drive me them. insane in other kitchens are the green cambro lids i've not had no problem with they green just, cambro they lids. disappear and they get like they break and they get frozen. Cambros get break. cracked, though, if I'm honest with you. The lids or the cambros? The cambros. Well, if you put something hot in it. I've seen I've seen some, like, warped plastic. Yeah, well, that's from 
I think that's those from, are heat. Yeah, that's funny. That's from putting it too, I think it's so too, funny. too hot. You, you're picking something up. You're about to put uh, so hold some food in a container, and your your container just warped. Oh yeah, it's so ugly, <laughs> and you get scared. Like, oh god, what happened? Yeah, I'm always afraid it like gets. It's gonna like, contaminate some, my yeah, food. Yeah, did it contaminate it? Is gonna is melt there plastic, plastic in, in my, my food, food now? It's not good. Some some plasticky food. Uh, you you don't want that. No. Well, Cole, I think we're about to hit some time here. We're. I think this is one of the longer episodes, actually. As a matter of fact. Yeah, I think it's gonna turn out a, a few minutes longer than our standard. Usually, we hit about 30, yeah, 35 30 minutes. minutes. This one's gonna be a little over thirty-five, I think. Wow, look at us, baby stuff. So I don't think we. You know, hopefully. You guys, commuters, I know we've heard that our, um, you know, our recording time is exactly the same length as your commute. To Maybe school, you'll hit an extra red light on this one. So sorry yeah, for yeah. that. <laughs> but at least you get to hear us talk. Absolutely. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in uh, to episode five. I honestly can't believe that as many of you listen as you do. We hit well over 200 listens this week. That's so wow. that is insane that. to me. Um. So we hope you guys really enjoy this one and tune in for episode six when it comes out. Uh, Nathan, you have anything to say? No, 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 no comment. No comment. All I have to say is see you guys next week, really, yeah. for episode six. Episode. More, more talk. Yeah. More laughs. More discussions. More food. <laughs>